Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Black Voices Friday. If you are new, welcome to the show. Appreciate having you. If you're coming back, thanks for coming back. Keep it going. Keep telling people. We appreciate you, too. I'm your man, Jackie's Neal, the co-host of Culture Kings here on the Earwolf Network and the curator of this Black Voices Friday. Uh, I've been really, really enjoying this so much. It's been uh, such a pleasure to listen to these new shows and 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 amplify them to you guys. Uh, we've had so many really dope ones. I've had a lot of really cool people tell me how much they are enjoying it. Uh, big movers in the game in the podcast world are enjoying it. Listening to some of these new shows. And, and you know, I think we're, we're going to keep this thing going. We may do another season of this uh, after this current run comes to a close but we're not there yet we got another dope one for you today y'all uh today's episode i was very excited when i originally talked to this cat uh and and we were talking about the podcast game and he was telling me you know some of the stuff he wanted to do and the show that he wanted to create and i'm so happy that he went on and did that the homie's name is tanner oliver and the show is called Anomaly Homily. It is a show where a comedian and host, Tanner Oliver, brings on a funny friend to talk about offbeat news and a sci-fi-themed Q&A. Stuff like, how would you deal with a talking dog? Or should Columbus, Ohio be renamed Flavortown? Or would aliens appreciate Jordans? All these questions and more are pondered on Tanner's Anomaly Homily. Uh, now. I am a huge fan of black nerd culture. I'm a huge fan of things that generally black voices are not looked upon to inhabit certain spaces, and they do anyway. Uh, And this is definitely one of those shows. So, you know, Tanner is a really funny cat. He's a Michigan guy, so shout out to my Midwest homies. Uh, He's been featured at the Limestone Comedy Festival and the 10,000 Labs Comedy Festival. And when he's not performing, you know, he can be found eating nachos. I've never seen him eat nachos, but I'm sure he can down them. Uh, He also produces a show called Rabbit Hole, which is a socially distanced comedy show out of his backyard. And, of course, this podcast. Uh, I think you're really going to love this episode. This specific episode 
though, is a really dope one. It is titled Flavor Town. So that question we asked earlier, I think you might get the answer to it in this episode. It is with a funny comedian by the name of Sam Rager, who is one hell of a comic. Uh, and Sam and Tanner were in the trenches because they started comedy at the same time. And in this specific episode, they talk about cheese, which is one of my favorite things, Flavor Town, alien movies, and what would it be like to be hype man? And apparently Sam got bars, y'all. Sam got bars. So if you ever wanted to hear Sam rap, this is her eight mile. All right. <laughs> so I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. And I can't wait for you guys to enjoy it. If you want to follow Tanner, you can follow Tanner on Instagram at Tanner O Comedy. That is T-A-N-N-E-R-O Comedy. He also has a website, TannerOcomedy.com. And... If you have weird news or personal stories and you probably want them to hit them up on the podcast, hit up the podcast by emailing them at anomalyhomily at gmail.com. So that is A-N-O-M-A-L-Y-H-O-M-I-L-Y at gmail.com. So if you listen to this episode, you love it, and you think you got something for them to talk about, go ahead and email them and get a part of their show. That's another way that you can support these shows is by participating in the things that they want you to participate in. I'm excited for y'all to listen to this. I'm excited for you guys to keep enjoying Black Voices Friday. It's been such an honor to bring this out. I think that's enough for me. Black Voices Matter. Black Lives Matter. Enjoy the episode, everybody. I was like at a point where I'm like, oh, I'm paying a lot of my bills with comedy. And then like mm-hmm. yeah. it happened. And then I was very sad that I was paying most of my bills <laughs> or like some of my bills with comedy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I get it. I bought that that car with comedy money. And then like probably I think I think it hit me that COVID was going to be a big deal when because before uh, my car broke down and I was taking lifts to work because like. I weld, but it's 10 miles from my house. And no, it's not even, it's like five miles from my house. And, you know, it pays well. All I do is just go home from welding. uh, And then the grocery store is on the way. So it's like my life is just one road. Just one, it's been one road for like, (laughs) for like, like, uh, like about four months. Like it's, it's to the point now where like, I've named the deer I run across. I'm like, oh, there's Randy. There he goes. You little scamp. I'm going to kill you someday. You keep on jumping in the room, you know? Like, so it's been like that. Have I done comedy? Yeah, you saw. I did, the, like, the outdoor shows and junk. And, like, you know, they pay. But, like, man, $75 is, like, that's, like, you know, a weekend with my girlfriend where I'm like, you want margaritas? Like, you know, like, that's <laughs> That is not doing damage, you know, to a checkbook, which I mean, man, like I'm going to miss comedy money, comedy money. 
Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, did I tell you about, uh, before we get into like whatever, uh, okay, got to do the intro. Here we go. This is Anomaly Homily, everybody. You're listening to it. Uh, I'm Tanner Oliver. This is Sam Rager. Uh, me and Sam go way back. She's a fucking OG, man. Like, I think, didn't we start at like the same time? Almost? Yeah. 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 I think the first place I met you was at Comedy Zone at Star Southfield. It was yes. back when I was, yeah, it was back when I was wearing those Breaking Bad t-shirts and I had like three good one-liners. It was, I was, and yeah. You had way more, you came out of the gate swinging. I, yeah, I, I had something to prove. I, I, you know, I, I, I think the first Detroit comic I had ever seen live before I like knew him, knew him was Josh Adams. And that was just when like I went out with my parents and my dad was like, that young boy was pretty good, you know? And like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll get there. Just, you know, it's going to take some time. You know, it's going to take. Oh take, man. Take, take. Oh, I see seeing Josh. Oh, that would be so intimidating. Like ah, wanting to do stand up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it was, I think it was a motor city. Yeah. It was like him and Ron Taylor, but I found Ron Taylor to more be more intimidating because it's like Ron Taylor says, he's like, I look like a pussy, but I am not a pussy. Like, you know, like, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's this dude that looks like he fucks with Dell computers, and then he just sounds like Bernie Mac. Like, it's, it's, it was just like, holy shit, this is insane. But, uh, yeah, uh, topics are anomaly homily. Um, I send the guest three questions beforehand. I do not know the answers to those questions because like I said to Sam when she texted me before, do you want the answers to my questions? I was like, nah, given my personality, if I knew them beforehand, if you told me the answers, I'd be like, okay, cool. And then the podcast would be kind of shitty. I'm going to be complete. <laughs> it's on my end. Like, you'd be like, I did my research. And I'd be like, I already read the book. You know, like, so, so. <laughs> That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. But uh, it's anomaly homily. This is a half-hour podcast dedicated to the fact that hey, uh, comics, we can't get together and like you know just bullshit and just talk about bullshit. But that's what we do on this podcast for a half hour, forty-five minutes. We just bullshit, have a good time, and then you know roll credits. That's, that's basically all this. It it's this is for me and it's for you. So yeah. Yay! Thank you. I'm glad that we get to catch up. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna because I'm I've, I'm dedicated to this format, and also I want to do man, woman, man, woman, man, woman until I run out of people. And that way, nobody can be like, "Oh, Tanner's not woke." And then also, like, I just want to spice it up that way. Like, if you ever talk three men in a row, it sucks. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess it's a lot. A lot of testosterone. Gross. It's like you don't know what nair is. No. <laughs> 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 I am so happy that a lot of uh, women, well, not like a lot, a lot, but more women signed up to do, um, I'm going to try to bring back Kave, the open mic at Kave. Ah, yay. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to track the, <laughs> the, I'm going to track cases and deaths until like Friday. And if it, they keep on rising, then I'm just going to call yeah, it. But yeah. I, I've basically given in to the fact that until stand up comes back, I'm going to be doing small gigs and I'm going to be doing this. So and this is okay. This this is great. This is the because the thing that upsets me more is I invested in like like an actual like podcast equipment, and then I like almost never had the time to set it up or use it and all this other stuff. And then you know the the pandemic hits 
And people were just telling me, oh yeah, you can just press record on Zoom and it's like having equipment. I'm like, you gotta be bullshit. And then like, yeah, I did the one with <laughs> Robert Jenkins and I was like, that was so simple. It was just cut, edit, paste, and like what? Like a five minute editing job and it's done. So yeah. Yeah, that sounded like it was recorded like with professional equipment as well. Well, it is my grandma's computer and like my $1,700 car, it was barely used as well, okay? I had to, <laughs> I had to download Chrome onto this laptop. Oh. He's still struggling with Internet Explorer, just like, it's what it came with, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> Downloading is evil. I've been to the movies. You've seen it. I would never download a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's so funny. It's stupid. <laughs> Okay, uh, so first part of Anomaly Homily, it is tradition that uh, the guests bring an offbeat or colorful news story that they find entertaining, then I will tell you one, and then we'll just bullshit about it. So what is your offbeat news story, Sam? Uh, well, speaking of beats, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swiss scientists um, have been using sonochemistry. Okay. Uh, to see the reaction sound waves have on um, chemical reactions. And okay. since cheese making is technically a chemical reaction, oh, no way. Um, they have found that hip hop music makes cheese taste better. Whole fuck yeah. Oh my God. White people <laughs> stop arguing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they took cheese wheels and like put them in separate barrels in like separate rooms and like played one song on like a constant loop. Uh, and uh, the cheese that was like in the same room as the hip hop music, they had scientists both examine it as well as um, culinary experts. And it had a uh, much more uh, appealing taste and smell. Did they say, oh, and smell? Oh, that's hilarious. They're real scientists about it. They're just like, you can't just taste it. We got to. Uh. <laughs> 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 got to get that au jus, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. To be a cheese scientist, like, what are the qualifications? Like, first off, you can't be lactose intolerant. I'm already out of the game. That's so disappointing. And honestly, like, can you imagine, like, meeting somebody and there's, like, I'm a scientist. And you're like, oh, cool, atoms and quasars and quarks. And, stuff. and you're like, nah, cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. I, I wonder I mean, if they, like, have disappointed or uh, enticed more people, like, in conversations with that. I feel like with normal people, you would entice people because everybody likes cheese. But what if they're from like a family of like, like their great grandfather was like Einstein or some shit. And <laughs> they got to go to family reunions. And it's like, oh, what do you do? It's like, well, my brother is like, he's like a car scientist. You know, he does like, you know, and then my sister's a rocket scientist. What are you? I'm a cheese scientist. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, did they say like what type of like tracks they had? Was there like a Nas cheese? Like, <laughs> a, <laughs> like a cheese you can only eat alone? Because let's be honest, you can't listen to Nas with people around. <laughs> you can, but people would be like, man, what's wrong with you? Did she hurt you that bad? <laughs> like a Kanye cheese that turns you into an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i would love if they introduced a line like that i wonder what the other genres they played as well oh man 
Oh, yo, you know who would make some weird-ass taste in cheese, I bet? Sinead O'Connor. Or, like, or, like, oh, man, oh, okay. You know what I would try? I would try, like, a nice Lord Cheddar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about Kid Rock Colby Jack? Holy (laughs) 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 fuck. South Haven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you're not local and listening to this, South Haven is where a lot of people with F-150s who like to dip live. There we go. Oh, you know what? That would—that's probably what it would be, like a Velveeta, uh, <laughs> like a, a very fake cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, please warm tube. God bless Big Rock. <laughs> oh man, have you ever seen him live? I haven't. No. Okay. All right. You can still be my friend then. <laughs> Oh man. No, nah, I mean, yo, the man he knows his business model. He's just like, I'm gonna do fifty dollar concert tickets because like let's be honest, if you have the kind of scope that Kid Rock has, you can sell like album a year with the fifty dollar concert tickets and you still get to live in Bloomfield, which is I mean, hey, what are you doing? What what are you what, what are you doing wrong? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't know. That's insane. Speaking of cheese, uh, I have an offbeat news story. This is like in tandem. Like my, I do the offbeat. You do your offbeat. I do my offbeat, and then we uh, we just vibe on the other two. But speaking of cheese, (laughs) did you know that they want to change the name of Columbus, Ohio, to one of its uh, most famous uh, celebrities that has come out of Columbus? Uh, this is recent news within the past two weeks. Uh, city council is considering and voting on changing the name of Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown because Guy Fieri is from Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Are they going <laughs> to? How would they vote on this? Would they put it on like a public ballot or do the city council vote on it? I feel like. I feel like they're going to vote on it, but like, yo, if I was Guy Fieri, like that's the ultimate legacy. Like fuck being on TV. Everybody can lose tapes, you know, a town named after you. Oh my God. Fucking, you know, Tannerville, fucking uh, uh, Rager town. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Rager town. We make ball bearings and cuckoo clocks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> How, what uh, what else were they considering? Do you know? I mean, they were considering okay, like Columbus, I mean, as we all know, America's going through its throes of like, what's racist? What's racist? We should get rid of the Miss Butterworth and it's Jemima. Like, you know, it's all these like little baby steps when really you can just do the right thing. But um, they're getting rid of the Columbus statue and in getting rid of the Columbus statue, somebody brought up with like, well, if we don't have Columbus statue in the, uh, you know, it's a real caveman logic where it's like, if we don't have Columbus statue in middle of town, then what we called, you know? So people are considering <laughs> naming it after, uh, uh, Ben Franklin, which I mean, I guess that's cool, but I mean, he's no better. He's, 
Sure, he was a U.S. president. And yes, he did let his slaves go. But after his death, which is terrible. <laughs> uh, I never admired that about any U.S. president. There's just like, I'll, leave, I'll let my slaves go after I'm dead. Because it's like, nah, I still want them to like cater to me in life. So Yeah, they could <laughs> legit, like that's basically them saying over my dead body. Uh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure you could quote every U.S. president, even up to George Bush. Which is like, have you ever said that phrase? Or, well, I guess I have. <laughs> Over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. I I love Flavor Town though. I hope they legit say that so people can say I'm going to Flavor Town and <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Oh man, like our main export is donkey sauce now, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've performed in Flavortown a lot. Oh my god. I <laughs> what's the furthest you've ever been for comedy? Um I think the um Savage Henry Festival in, uh, in California. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you there with the forest fires and junk when Pat and Robert were? Yeah, so I'm so happy. Uh, Keith and I left like the day before, and I was like, is that smoke? And they're like, no, it's probably just like pollution. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's smoke driving through the woods. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, Pat and Rob were like texting us the next day being like, you can see the flames. It's like almost touching our car. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I was worried about them so much. Uh, boy. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, like when you see shit like that, like I've never been in a, I've never been in a forest fire situation. Uh, I've been through an earthquake that lasted maybe like mm, 15 seconds. But like, uh, I was more afraid when my mom told me that she experienced an earthquake in San Francisco when she was pregnant with me. And she was just like, yeah, I was at the top of the stairs. And then the world just went, nope. And she's like, I almost fell down the stairs. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, my mom took one for the team. She took all, she rode down the stairs ass first because she was just like, if I tilt in any way, this is going to be awful. So shout out to moms. Thanks for not. Yeah. She's a quick thinker. <laughs> I mean, yo, man, like there've been plenty of times uh, I don't know if your family dynamic works like this. If your parents ever told you they dropped you, because mine have told me they've dropped me three times at least. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, my dad was super, uh, I mean, he's gotten a lot better now. Uh, he's also bedridden. Uh, oh, but he, uh, he, he was, growing up, he was very physically abusive. So I don't think dropping me was like, <laughs> on, on the- <laughs> I feel like, I don't want to laugh at that, but you laughing at that? So it's like, <laughs> You're like, ha, 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 join me in the dance of life. And I'm like, I don't use my feet. I don't use my feet. I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> so I'm you, my man. No, you were, you were good. Um, All right. My, my sister got me like stuck in like one of like, like a, a doll stroller. Oh, no. And uh, so that happened. And then a mall Santa, they let a mall Santa hold me when I was like a, a few months old. And the mall Santa dropped me. Oh, uh, no. Oh, but uh, yeah, I, for them personally, yeah. Um, my mom never dropped me, but yeah, there, there's the whole dad thing where I think uh, an accidental dropping would have been 
<laughs> Kindness. He, he meant that shit. <laughs> with, a, with a with a capital mean <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> oh my god oh okay uh i also have been watching a lot of movies with aliens in them recently i watched uh space jam with my girlfriend two weeks ago and we both watched it and like look Space Jam, you come in with these rose-colored glasses because you're like, it's the greatest, one of the greatest movies from my childhood. And then you watch it with adult eyes, and you're like, oh, they just get right into the basketball game. This is, there's no build up. The dramatic quality of this movie is bullshit. This is basically, <laughs> this is basically Nike's big campaign to sell Jordans and to make them like a legend. I get it. I, that's fine. But uh, we also watched The Iron Giant yesterday, and she loved that. And that's like one of my favorite movies. You ever seen I've it? I've never seen it. No. Oh my God. Do you have HBO? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on HBO. You got to watch it with Santiago. Like seriously. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's a bit of a tearjerker because it's uh, Jennifer Aniston plays the mom. It's about this little boy named Hogarth who discovers like a giant iron robot that like fell from space in his little town of Maine. But, like, the robot is a good guy, but the government is convinced he's a bad guy. And this is him trying to, like, protect the robot. It's very good. It's very, very good. It's, it's like, one of my favorite movies. But technically, I consider the Iron Giant to be an alien because, I mean, he did come from space. Yeah, so, you know, I still count it. Yeah, I still count it. So I want to know, and I did ask you, what are your top three aliens in movies and why? Uh, I am sad because I forgot about Space Jam and I might have listed that. But now I'm skeptical after you said it's way different with the dull eyes. It is. It is. Um, I really like Men in Black. Um, ah, classic. Classic. Yeah. I haven't seen the new one, but I loved the original one. I watched it with my parents when it came out. We got it from Blockbuster. Oh, my God. Ah, memories. Memories. Yeah. And I loved... Um, I use the reference uh, when, when with like newborns um, because they remind me of the little alien in the necklace, like the the key to the galaxy is in Orion's belt because uh-huh. uh, uh, the little like alien that's like in the that eventually dies. I mean, I don't hope that people's kids die, but like the. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little alien with like the big head and the big, yeah, big eyes yeah. like it just reminds me of newborns a lot <laughs> yeah he looks like a fetus like just... <laughs> yeah also like when he was okay <laughs> my dad said this when we watched men in black because when the alien was like dying in the dude's head he was like you know like he's dying now and he looks terrible, but man, if he was alive, he looks like a fun alien. Just like a tiny <laughs> little guy. <laughs> just a tiny little guy in a man, just like, ah, I'm getting away with it. I'm getting away with it. And nobody knows that my name, real name is Bleeblork. Or like, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love that. I love the talking dog because it was like, it was like, uh, oh, God, what's that? Um, that puppet, like, blank the insult, uh, dog, yeah. Uh, was it Riot or something like that? Or, uh, tri- Triumph. Triumph. Triumph the, it was like Triumph the insult dog yeah. was like a real dog. It was just like, nah, Will Smith, you're not all that, you know, I don't know. It's 
also you got to see will smith like that was when will smith could do no wrong you know yeah i almost said independence day as well um independence day is a good pick but also and what independence day rated r I think so. I mean, it has a lot of death in it too. Whereas, like Men in Black, like so, you know, some aliens die, but they they don't have as much. Like you know, you're not as emotionally invested. In yeah, them. it's like okay, I'm more emotionally invested when I see like a body fall, like like in Mulan, like when they discover the burnt out village. Like as a kid, I was like, oh no, they they shouldn't sing anymore after this. <laughs> And they never, they didn't, they didn't actually. There were no more musical numbers after the village burned to the ground. <laughs> Fun Mulan fact. But uh, at the same time, I was just like, all right, I'm way more, like I'm way cooler with just watching some terrifying eight legged thing just explode into jelly than, you know, watching some dude just be like, mom, ah, you know, like some train day shit, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. Uh, so Men in Black, okay. number one. What was number two? Uh, the An Ewok Adventure. An Ewok Adventure. What is that? <laughs> uh, have you have you seen the Star Wars movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember when they were on Endor? And yeah, they had yeah. like the Ewoks, like the little bears? Yeah. Um, so they had their own side movie made. Oh, no way. <laughs> uh, they used like the same, the same costumes and characters. And it was called An Ewok Adventure. And it was amazing. Very little dialogue, but they communicated with like their cute little actions. And I had my parents play that movie for me on repay on our uh, little VHS tape. <laughs> I had Ewok stuffed animals. And Whoa. yeah, the, the, the humans in it were these two little kids who were annoying. Um, and you almost hope that they lost the battle, but yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the Ewoks helped them win, of course, because the Ewoks are nice uh, and they're better. They have the better spirits than I do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ewoks are willing to do people's hair. Are you willing to do a person's hair? <laughs> <laughs> I am sad because they almost ate. They almost ate Han Solo in um, the. Oh, I can't think of. I'm a terrible Star Wars fan. Right. The one with the Endor battle. Um, so they almost eat them, but yet they didn't have like the the urge to eat these kids. And I'm like, that's <laughs> like that's like uh, veal right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, let's be honest. Everyone at one point in their life has wondered what teddy bear would taste like. Like, you know, forbidden snacks and shit. <laughs> you, you, do you know what forbidden snacks are? No. Oh my god. Okay. Forbidden snacks. It's like a thing. Just look it up online. Forbidden snacks are things that look edible, but you can't eat them. So like uh, uh like if you saw like rusted paint uh falling off the ceiling and kind of like like a flap, it kind of looks like a burrito, but you can't eat it. You can't eat it. But it looks like a burrito, like just rusted paint falling in kind of like a little flap and it just like little rust spots it looks like the little round marks on a tortilla but i would never eat a solid paint chip rusted <laughs> i would never do that that is why it's a forbidden snack it looks like food but if you ate it it would fucking kill you like <laughs> oh i want to look up these images now 
Oh yeah, no, look them up. Look, I, I, please, please look them up. They are like, uh, what is it? There's like a certain shark breed where like their eggs look like fruit gushers, and but like if you, no, it's a stingray. Like, but if you eat the eggs, they'll fucking kill you from the inside out. So yeah, Ooh. yeah, no, it's forbidden snacks. It's it's a uh, it's a it's it's a little cave. It's a little cave to to go down. <laughs> my my third one was the faculty oh is that the movie with usher in it yeah okay <laughs> yeah i haven't seen that movie forever <laughs> uh, <Usher> I... babe. <laughs> 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 oh my god it holds like a strong place in my heart just because um it's very late '90s, early 2000s nostalgia. Yeah. Um, in like a, a teen movie, it was really awkward because I saw it with my dad, and there's like a lot of nudity in it. Nah, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was like maybe 12 when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked that it was it was edgy. It had a nice soundtrack. Um, the alien in it. Uh, Was do you remember the the blonde like antagonist from it? Or yeah, no? yeah, 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 yeah. I I forget the name. I forget like I've not seen that movie in like eight years. Like it's I would have to watch it again. But literally the only reason that I went to see that I wasn't I didn't go with the intent of seeing the faculty. I went with my <laughs> I went with my cousins because like I don't know. I wanted to see like I was young back then. I wanted to see like a like a kids movie, you know, but they were like, "We want to go see this movie with Usher in it." And then, like, my kids' movie was sold out because it was a Saturday, and my aunt was just like, well, "You like Usher, right?" And I'm like, "Well, I can't dance like him, but I guess I'll see what he's got." And you know, like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's how selfish I was as a kid. I was just like, "I can't dance like him, so I'm just gonna pout this entire time." <laughs> and then started getting good like 20 minutes in. And I was like, "All right, okay, this is this is all right. This is okay." Yeah, it was compelling, and the antagonist in it, like, was able to get so far in it, mm-hmm. uh, because she was, like, the the wholesome, mm-hmm, wink, uh, <laughs> person, which I feel like uh, the kind of character that she was, like, portraying uh, yeah. is definitely, like, uh, if she were to be pretending that same person today, she would definitely be like an all lives matter. Uh, oh, yeah. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, a very like, can't we all just Come get on. along? <laughs> I made a pie. Everybody can have a piece. I'll cut it into equal triangles. Like, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which, uh, her, she was very annoying, and it's like at the end of the movie, you're like kind of glad that she was the alien, so <laughs> they have to kill her. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sad that Elijah Wood was the uh, was the the last person standing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like that set him up for so many, like that set him up for the move, the the Lord of the Rings, like the movie where like, he like hey. He, let's be honest, Elijah Wood played a character in Frodo that 
if you really like chalk it up to like, okay, if he, if you don't know why Frodo went to go live with the elves, because Frodo needed help after all that bullshit that <laughs> Middle Earth put him through. He needed some magical psychiatry, just like some, just put me to sleep. Just let me, just let me dream of, of, of things that are clear and things with wings. Like, I don't, I don't want to ever think about going to Mordor ever fucking again. Like that, that's, <laughs> I mean, if you really pick apart the Lord of the Rings and you're just like, why did Frodo have to go? Because he didn't want to end up like his uncle. That's why. <laughs> just uncle sees a piece of jewelry and he's like, ah, shit, it's a, ah, I can't believe I lost that shit. Ah, it's crack. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i uh i wonder like what that ring would go for at like that american pawn like store oh, like authentic ring from the movie no like if they like tried to like if they had like a if there was some kind of universe where like oh, the characters you mean, like the real real <laughs> ring just like yo we <laughs> oh yo that's fucking cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm less pawn. <laughs> this is a ring that's owned by a dark lord. He controls these things that look like half bats, half people. I don't really know how much I'm gonna get off of it. I also resell guns. Like just <laughs> so you don't have to have an attitude with me. Like just <laughs> I miss hardcore pawn. Fuck pawn stars. Hardcore pawn was hilarious because it's just it like. I don't know if you've ever been to that that pawn shop at all. No. Oh, it was okay. So the one, the flagship store was run by the daughter, and then the one that was in Pontiac was run by the son. And I think when the dad either retired, I don't know if the dad's dead or if he's re- just retired. But when he retired, he put all the ownership of all the stores into like his daughter's name, and his son like flip the fuck out. He was just like, I've been doing this. It was just like, hey, man, uh, you know you're still co-partner, right? You know, it's still like some 50-50 shit. You'll be fine. Honestly, okay, do you want complete ownership of pawn shops? Three pawn shops? Come on, man. You you really want to you really want to be your father? Do you really? If you think about it for 10 minutes, do you really want to be your dad? <laughs> if the answer is yes, you're so it's that's sad. That's sad, man. Really, you just want to be like, I don't know, lady. I can only do twenty dollars on this bicycle. Like, just, and that's it. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I, I guess if you were like raised around it, yeah, know. you'd feel less bad about like underpaying someone who's trying to oh. make their rent that month. <laughs> yeah. This is like I'm here to pawn my two thousand dollar MacBook. The best I can do is two hundred dollars. What? Like, you know? <laughs> nah, man. Ugh. Yeah, I've only, I bought, what did I buy from a pawn? I've only bought two things from a pawn shop. And after the second thing, I bought a bicycle seat, which was very inexpensive. <laughs> it was like, it was a bike that had been in the store forever. And I was like, I don't want the whole bike. I just want the seat. And the bike itself was like 70 bucks. And I was like, can I just have the comfy seat? And they were like, all right, 10 bucks. I'm like, no way. They're, they're picking parts off bikes. You guys are assholes. <laughs> you mean this person finally comes to pick it up? They're like, what happened to the seat? Ah, you know, just business like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Have you ever been to a pawn shop? No. I've wanted to go, but I've never been. Nah. I mean, honestly, with COVID, <laughs> yeah, nah. It's the store full of everybody else's shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it's covered in, like, like nervous sweat because they didn't really want to take it to the pawn shop. <laughs> so, nah. I mean, that's fine. I'm okay. I don't need that. Uh, so, the final part... Uh, <laughs> you're like, I'm making these anu- every time I make an announcement, you're like, "Oh, here it comes! Here it comes!" That third part now. Like, uh, so we're going through COVID right now, and we are basically we got a good governor here in Michigan. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Um, big Gretch, Big Gretch, just you know, pulling out the buffs, letting these people know through executive orders that that uh, they got to start wearing masks and, you know, start, start behaving and, you know, Oh, Oh no, you're going to come in my office with guns. Well, you know what? Why don't you like, that's the thing that really pissed me off. It's just like open carry's dumb as fuck. Like I worked at a gun store, open carry's stupid. I would much rather see it, the imprint of it under your shirt and like <laughs> think of things that could happen instead of like seeing what you really got and just being like, Oh, that's a nice trigger on that. Bet he could fucking down people in like five, you know, like that kind of shit. So I don't know. It's just for me. I mean, and I don't know like how you feel about, how do you feel about guns? Sam? Um, I, uh, I am not a fan of like military grade. I mean, if people want their own weapons, uh, that's like their own business, but I'm not a fan of like open carry. I don't, I also don't think like people need an AR 15. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to own one myself because, uh, of like my issues with depression. Um, Hell yeah. Not like, you know yourself, like that's yeah. good. I want to learn how to like use a, a, a slingshot. Um, oh hell yeah! We'll <laughs> <laughs> really be Robin Hood out here, just like <laughs> I got me a brace of conies. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I, if I could get like rocks, because like rocks, you can you can find pretty you can you can launch a lot of things. Whereas like bullets are kind of a limited resource. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm I'm for that. You want to be like. Like, if you're going to kill something, you're like, I want to kill it the way a child would, like an eight year old, (laughs) (laughs) cruelly, but with intent. (laughs) I don't want to go to some store, I just want to visit a creek, (laughs) old stick him a bendy strap, (laughs) pop some rabbits' heads off. (laughs) I've been like looking for good sticks on my walks. I'm like, Yeah, you put that on a shirt. I'm Sam Rager. I've been looking for good sticks lately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. I asked you uh, to pretend for a second. Pretend that you are a rapper and Big Gretch is a rapper. You have to bring Big Gretch on the stage after she has completely brought Michigan's numbers down. (laughs) You know, she's the savior of us all. All those people that doubted our foxy governor, because let's be honest, Gretchen Whitmer, it's kind of hot. It's kind of like, like, you know, just to me, like, look, I don't know about you. you, Did you hear about those, like, rumors they're trying to spread about Gretchen Whitmer? No. Okay, so they were saying that, like, I don't know why Republicans try to, like, shame people for it. But they were like, oh, did you hear? In, Gretchen Whit- in high school, Gretchen Whitmer 
used to have anal sex with the basketball team and they called her stretching Gretchen. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Oh, 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 just because she does butt stuff, she's not qualified to be a governor anymore. Look here, sir. Uh, the fact that she does butt stuff, I'm going to vote for her again. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you, you heard it here, everybody. You heard it here. Like, I mean, because let's be like, I wouldn't do it. Therefore, she's brave. So, I don't know. And also, yeah. you know, compared to like other governors in other states, you know, she's not Florida's governor. That guy doesn't give up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She is just sacrificing people. Yeah. At that yeah. point, it's like almost uh, like he's trying to like there's some altar in a closet and he's like trying to keep his uh, his position and that's how he keeps it. <laughs> it's just sacrificing these his own yeah. citizens. Yeah. <laughs> like he has like a magic mirror like behind his desk where he's like, is that enough people? And like, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I am not satisfied with this old flesh. <laughs> Bring me in sync. <laughs> uh, uh, so I asked you uh, to pretend that Gretchen Whitmer is a rapper. You bring her on stage and you have to introduce Big Gretch the rapper on stage. So what do you got, Sam? How's it going to be? What's, what's up? What? <laughs> When I... <laughs> oh yeah, ask the white woman to rap. <clears throat> anyway, I, I YouTubed hype men. Uh... <laughs> Here comes the beat. <laughs> oh, that was so. That was worth every fucking. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> they say I'm rap for me. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> when I say big, you say Gretch. Big. Gretch. Big. Gretch. She, she's been saving the state with her executive orders. A few people hate her, but most adore her. Woo. There's protests in Lansing to reopen the state, but we don't want mouth breeders to determine our fate. Oh, shit. <laughs> Some restaurants think that they can clown, but she's about to close those bars down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Talk about you, Grand Rapids. <laughs> fuck yeah. I messed up on that. I'm going to, uh, sorry. Uh, be back. Mm, uh, uh, go. <laughs> okay, so they think that they can clown, but she's about to close bars as she's laying them down. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So you better mask up before more cases erupt. Fuck yeah. I am not a good hype man. I uh, look, yo, everything rhymes. Everything rhymes. You're not out here like Migos is like Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> But that's just like calling Dr. Seuss a hype man. Uh <laughs> Dr. Seuss beat his wife. Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah, and have you okay, so I tried to make a sketch about it and it turned out terribly. <laughs> um but he was like, Have you Googled Dr. Seuss racist? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he no black people, no Negroes. I don't do it in my books. But yeah, no, he's he's an a hole. Oh yeah, he did like ad copy for like places, and his uh, his illustrations of uh, both uh, black people and Asian community terrible. Oh yeah, no. Um, <laughs> as a side note, my uh, my aunt 
used to collect uh, racist memorabilia. <laughs> and when, when, when she died, uh, we like went through her apartment and she had like a bulk case of this toothpaste called Darky Toothpaste. And the logo, the logo is a black caricature with like the reddest lips, the darkest skin and the whitest teeth, right? And then there was a note that my aunt left in the box that was like, use sparingly. It's terrible, but it actually does a good job at keeping your teeth white. This is insane. It's like, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so know that, America. Have you ever come across a racist toothpaste called Darky Toothpaste? It's terrible, but it does the job. So, I don't know. Oh, as you will. When was uh, that from? It's for, uh, she would like look on, okay, I, she would like look on like eBay for like that junk, you know, it was, there was like, you know, places where she would get it, but you know, not so much like, it just kind of came across her. It wasn't like a thing where it was like, oh, oh, I'm actively looking for <laughs> this darky toothpaste. Like it was just like. Like a, a collector would call her and be like, "Hey, I got this uh, darky toothpaste. Uh, I don't really want it. Just sixty bucks." And she's like, "Oh, sold!" Like you know. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. there was that, but I, I like the better side of my aunt, where she gave me like a copy of like like the autobiography of Malcolm X for Christmas, and then I unwrapped it, and she touched my wrist. She was like, "Look, when you read this book, you're gonna be angry at white people for about a month, but it's it, it's not their fault. It's it's." their parents fault so like just you know just just you know just control control yourself don't just be like no she's like i don't want you to be like one of those hoteps it's just like i can't i will only talk to black people and that's it like you know she's like because then you're limiting yourself really you know and then there's no discussion but uh i don't know that was fucking amazing sam that was that was that was you got bars all right the, end, <laughs> the, the beginning was hilarious because you were like ahem here I go. <laughs> I liked it. I like. I liked it a lot. Any uh, any projects you're working on? You want to let people know about before we get out of here? Um, I uh, am about to uh, start a podcast. I haven't oh, recorded shit. any episodes yet because I'm trying to get the skeleton of it in order. But mm. it's called my eulogies, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to have a couple comics um, eulogize uh, fictional characters okay. like um, uh, like Cruella DeVille uh-huh. or um, Mr. Peanut. Okay. So that's... Fuck yeah. All right. I'm down with that. So like, uh, can, I, can I be on the eulogy? Yes! Okay, awesome. Thank oh, cool. you. Cool. I am excited. Uh, I was like, I hope I hope you'll want to do it because it... Uh, I'm I'm sure like it'll freak some people out. Like, okay. <laughs> like, what? I don't want to imagine uh, Napoleon Dynamite dying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite dying would just be like, this isn't fair, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> I I so for the skeleton of it, I'm torn between because um, I think it'll be like easier. People can like record it on their own time, and they don't have to like worry about. Um, I'll just uh, send you the audio. I, that, yeah, yeah I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but if like I should send an audio clip once it's put together to everyone just so they can be like oh I think that I would interrupt this person during theirs and (laughs) say that and I can like edit it together or if if like would you uh want to like have like a group zoom call if you were on it i mean look either way it works for me i'm, I'm down i'm not i'm i ain't doing nothing but welding until they got a vaccine all right so yeah <laughs> that's what i'm doing i'm oh, like okay. i i am energetic i'm like making so many things you're gonna have to edit out i'm so nah, i mean like honestly in terms of editing i just i put i put the i put free as possible like i'm not even gonna edit out the part where we talked about your dad. I'm not going to do that because I, w- I want people to be like, oh, Tanner can be uncomfortable. That was because like, as soon as I brought it up, I was just like, oh no, oh God. Oh, if I could shit right now, I would. Oh fuck. Oh no. But she's laughing. So I guess it's fine. Like, oh, oh I felt so bad. I was like, holy shit. No, you are fine. Uh, I, how I'm, excited for once we're past this oh yeah something that does your grandma have a book written about her yet uh no she was writing a book about herself but i honestly don't think it's gonna be published because like to to make it a good enough thing where i would feel comfortable like oh this is good i would have to do what uh um uh what's that do you know a song pretty wings at all Mm -mm. okay it's a song uh, I'm gonna look. I, I forget who it's by. Hold on. Uh, it's a song by Maxwell called "Pretty Wings," right? It to me, it's like the epitome of what an R&B song should be. It's like four, maybe four minutes, thirty seconds long. It is from top to bottom one of the best songs I've ever heard. But there's a reason for that because it took him five years to write that one song like he literally went to his record label and they were like when can we expect your next song he's like five years deal with it and then he delivers pretty wings and they're like whoa we okay all right this, <laughs> this makes me want to call my dad like it's like that song is that song is really good you should you should listen to it but uh yeah uh thank you so much sam oh my god we did it this thank is this, that was anomaly homily everybody uh so check out uh sam's podcast what are you gonna you gonna have it on like apple podcasts or what like um we shall see it um might be put on uh a new um uh podcast network that's about uh getting ready to start which um i am waiting to hear back about that but hopefully uh fingers crossed all right Um, and the podcast is called what again uh my eulogies please all right Lesson to my eulogies, please, by Sam Rager, uh, coming soon. Thank you for having me, Tanner. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway. 
And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.